just straight up isn't going to join us. I just, I just assumed not. That's fair. Sure, his mouth fucking hurts. <clears throat> He's honestly probably sleeping. I wouldn't be surprised, dude. I've never had a tooth pulled, but oh, I can't really? imagine that's. Oh God, no, no. I oh, brushed my boys. It's, it's open surgery. Well, it's wisdom teeth doesn't mean like. Oh, I did. I did get my wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah, that was a doozy. Yeah, that's what he had. Was I went to. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought he was like just getting teeth pulled. No, right? no, he had his wisdom two teeth wisdom teeth taken. Oh, out. he had like legit yeah, surgery him, today. <laughs> yeah, give give him a day off then. I didn't realize he was getting his wisdom teeth out. Yeah, he when had I got my wisdom off. when I got my wisdom teeth out, I went to. I was waiting for them to heal. I was. It was like in high school. I was yeah. waiting for him to heal, <clears throat> and after like four or five days i was like all right that's pretty much healed and then i texted matthew and i was like yo my wisdom teeth are healed let's go to taco bell uh, and i did they definitely weren't healed no, <laughs> so i could not eat that thing like take they take like two weeks and it's yeah. quite brutal i i went on like i had my wisdom teeth taken out and i remember going on like, kind of huge like bike ride with nick and james and then we went to mcdonald's and i had to like i couldn't like i had to like chew with my front teeth <laughs> sounds <And> miserable <laughs> trying to eat like a cheeseburger with my front teeth yeah no it sucks like a little chipper monk yeah burgers aren't probably the best but you know i would say well, not but welcome back to another episode of dinner for breakfast i am your host bailey we're i'm uh, your host wes and i'm james yeah but james is out with a triple quadruple quintuple bypass surgery today um quintuple i don't think <laughs> I don't think there's five of them in there, buddy. Yeah, um, James James <clears throat> is most is uh, more or less dead as we speak right now. Um, but he will be resurrected and we'll be back here next week. Amen. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Wes, we were uh, just talking about fun wisdom teeth being pulled. Um, yeah, really. Uh, dude, I look fun, fun and funny pulling teeth. Dude, I look tan right here you do uh, you do look tan dude, it's, I, I think was, it's the new the new lighting that you have in your room it, well i am tan though that because you know i was being a little i was being a little seal i was out in lake huron for about an hour and a half over the weekend went up north and uh you know just being a little seal swimming around i love swimming i don't know about us but i i also like swimming um I will tell you right now, I'm not a good swimmer, like, at all. I'm a really bad swimmer because I didn't learn how to swim until I was, like, 12. I think I was really? 12. I was, like, 12, yeah, either 12 or 14 when I learned how to swim. Like, I was really Whoa. late. Same thing with riding a bike. I didn't learn how to ride a bike with no training wheels until I was 10. Really? Yeah. I'm a late bloomer. I guess, what's the proper age? I guess I don't... Oh, what's, there is what's no the proper age. Who cares? My My thing is... I feel like ten's not terrible for the bike, but twelve to fourteen's late for swimming. Yeah, I don't know. I especially, totally, I, especially I think in Michigan, it's you're no more than seven miles away from a lake in any direction. In Michigan, I believe that's the case. I'm pretty, I'm fairly certain that's like a pretty accurate statement. So yeah, the amount I mean, of there's water, a lot, there's a lot of lakes. There's I mean, the amount lakes. of water were around and all the pools were around. You think you would learn earlier, but. That's I okay. never did. My neighbor. The crazy thing is, my neighbors had a pool growing up too. They did. I do remember. Yeah, they that have pool. that huge above ground pool. I don't think they have it anymore. But oh really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't go to my mom's house that often. You Sorry, mom. Your, I'll visit you more often. I haven't been to your mom's house in forever. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember last time being there. To be honest with you, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Well, hopefully we can. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw my my text earlier, but we can talk about that after the show. Um, uh, 
I don't even have my phone on me, so probably That's not. That's fine. You don't need it. We're, we're doing work. You don't need your phone oh, when you're working. You, you didn't want me to text and play? No. Basically, no. I want to try to record a, an episode of this show in person. Uh, and I will be at my mom's house in a couple of weeks. Okay. So sure all you groovy listeners out there, look forward to that. Hopefully it happens. If not, um, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> I but feel yeah, like we no. haven't talked in a while, Bailey. Um... It's never we haven't talked since last week mid last yeah, week it feels like it's been a while well i well, i went on vacation for like i left thursday night so i haven't been around True. It's been and like then a long weekend for you and, and outside we haven't of been playing video games no we haven't been playing our infamous stardew valley which so good the farm the crops are probably dead the crops are gone probably. um the chickens are dead the cows are dead um, i can hop on there right now and i'll just <laughs> um yeah no, it's been a minute. Um, it has. I did buy uh, a fun cookbook though. That uh, yeah, on, I saw. Uh, what, what's the word that I'm looking for? Off of uh, impulse, off impulse. And sure. I was, I was, you know, skimming through it as you typically do with your cookbooks. And um, it's a Peaky Blinder cookbook. Um, not really like. It's kind of, I would like to say, like, inspired from the show, but I mean, in the show, if you know, the, the, they just drink and do drugs and then kill. So, I mean, there's not yeah, really they much do. food to it, but, but food, you also own, you also own an Overwatch cookbook. I do. I do. Um, I think that's also stupid. I think that one's fun. That one's fun. It has mm. like food associated with the characters and everything. Sense. What do you mean? It doesn't make sense. I mean, it's the same. It doesn't make sense for the same reason that the fucking Peaky Blinders one doesn't make sense. Like, yeah, but how big? How big is cooking to the the thing? Like, they just they can take literally whatever property they want and slap a name on it and then make a cookbook. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah but like, it's kind of <clears throat> the Overwatch one's fun because it's like like regional. Like each character's like say a character's from Germany, then they have like German dishes that go with the character and drinks and desserts, like cocktails and stuff too. So it's kind sure, of and that's fun. That's fine, but know. they also have characters that are like robots and aliens. Well, and yeah, like... they have they have like um... <laughs> what do you do for that? There's no There's like one... they, they like... have like the moon. They have like a character from the moon, and they just I don't I don't know what I can't remember what they put, but it's I like was... having a Destiny cookbook. Yeah, I mean, I find it fun. It's crazy. Cool. It's and no, but it's they... fun and weird. A lot I mean, of it's there's this Dungeons and Dragons cookbook also, and I'm really into that. Even oh, though it's stupid go. for the same reasons, yeah, Even, I get it. Go. Um, but there's one in here that I that made me go come on to this thought of like, what is like the worst, um, meal that you've heard that you haven't tried that you think like a the full worst meal? meal? Yeah, you think would be the most disgusting? Because I have the most disgusting soup oh, right here that I'm looking at. Dis- is it? Oh, and a lot man. of these are like English-based dishes too. So, so that's okay, so English English-based. You probably found bubble and squeak. Um, what is bubble and squeak? It's not bubble that's and not squeak what it's is called. A, bubble and squeak's what? like a potato and cabbage soup. Nope, nope I think. Nope, nope. No? That's okay. well, you, you well, that soup. that might be right, but that's not the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> liver and onions sounds pretty bad. Um, I've never had liver and onions. My dad used to order it at restaurants when I was growing up occasionally. Um. Organ, I've said it before on this show, organ meat does not do the trick for me. <clears throat> so liver and onions kind of grosses me out. 
Uh, but that's more of a personal hang-up still. Not because it's objectively bad. Well, yeah, actually, you know what? It is objectively bad. My opinion's correct. <laughs> I'm a professional. You listening at home, you're probably not. If you are, send me an email. Let me know what you think. Um, no, this one is uh, pea and lettuce soup with feta. I think that pea might and be lettuce. I th- yeah, I think that might be the most disgusting soup I've ever heard of in my life. I don't think it's okay. Now it sounds terrible. I I have and always will have, always have had a massive hang up with hot lettuce hot lettuce is one of the worst things in the world because it just the only reason you add lettuce to a thing Mm. is to give it crunch and to give it some freshness if you heat up lettuce it loses any component of that it doesn't have any flavor it's just wet and bad barring the lettuce from that recipe doesn't sound too bad i will say feta could be okay so in this recipe you blend the lettuce peas and mint together and um then you kind of like put that in the soup versus i don't know what that's like a that's almost like a sofrito in a way i don't know if you can see that that good but it looks it honest okay now seeing the picture it looks really good it looks looks good it's like green with like a set of clumps that's yeah it's like an emulsified green soup with big chunks of feta on top, and it looks like a little drizzle of like creme fraiche or sour cream or something, or some sort of crema. Yeah. It looks good. Visually, it's very appealing to me. Um, <clears throat> using the lettuce to make... I mean, it sounds like, from what you're describing, it sounds like you're basically making a sofrito with peas and lettuce, and then making a soup out of that. Which is weird, but not bad, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. You'll have to know. you'll have to make it. Cook that recipe and then let me know. Yeah. Um you know, I'm I probably won't. Uh maybe I'll send you the recipe and let you uh Yeah, fuck it. I'll cook it. I have the day off of work tomorrow. I'll cook that recipe. <laughs> soup it's a on perfect, a hot day. It's a perfect <laughs> day, I was gonna say. Perfect day for soup. My air conditioner is broken and it's ninety degrees outside. But it does say can be enjoyed chilled like a gazpacho. Alright, so, now I'm now I'm really interested. No. I love cold I soup. Love a cold sounds soup. disgusting. I've never had I it. It just soup. sounds oh unappealing. Cold things that are cold that are supposed to be hot are never good. Um, that's incorrect. No, categorically, you're incorrect. Okay. Uh, cold cold things. It's it's all it's a mindset. There are things that could be cold that could be just as good hot. Best example, I think, is pizza. I think cold pizza is really good. Okay. If you, you just don no no no, you just have to think about it differently, right? <clears throat> you eat it hot, mm, hot, fresh, delicious pizza, so good. You're eating it cold. Just imagine you're eating a cold cut sandwich. It's the same thing. You're just eating a cold sandwich. I think it's the uh, the marinara sauce. Or that's understandable. That's, if you get a heavily well, sauced pie, yeah, like that's, like deep dish. I'm not eating Chicago deep dish cold like that. I'm heating up in the oven. Yeah, but, you see, like that's what I'm saying. Like, well, like thin crust, though. Like, I'm not gonna heat that up. It's just gonna get soggy and bad. No, I mean that, that, that right. There, that's like a good reason. See, that's like one of the reasons why I don't like leftovers is because like anything reheated, unless it's uh, I stand by this, unless it's goulash, anything like reheated is never good. And unless it's goulash, 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 goulash is better the second day. I think. 
uh, and like I don't I don't do I never take food home from the restaurant. I'll either just pawn off on my I'll pawn it off on my girlfriend or I'll just like not No eat it. way. Dude, I don't eat leftovers, dude. I hate leftovers. You should eat leftovers. I don't like the repetitiveness what? of oh eating God. the same food <laughs> in multiple days. Oh and then God. I also don't like uh the f- taste of it because i think it does it's not as fresh it doesn't taste as good as what the better version of it is you're stressing me out so much what you what? need to eat leftovers For, no, dude. I'm, I, I'm not even going to talk about food waste right food waste i know it's an issue i'm going to set that one to the side because it's not an, and it's interesting that's just going to be me yelling at you how okay if you had a the best fried chicken of your entire life you Think about the best fried chicken you've ever had in your entire life. Hey, hey, I'll let you go. Continue. Okay. Okay. So you think about that fried chicken. It's so good, but you ordered too much. You can't finish it. You have to put it in a box, but it's the best fried chicken you've ever had. You got to take it home because you want more of it later, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You go and grab it out of the fridge later because you have to keep it preserved. You can't reheat it. But you know that's the best fried chicken you've ever had in your life. Because if you reheat it, it's going to get real soggy and real wet and just not be good. It's going to dry out. So the best option is to eat it cold. It's still the best fried chicken of your life. The only thing that has changed is the temperature. Nothing's changed. It's still crispy. So that's, I mean, that's not a great example, I guess, because, you know, I like cold fried chicken. But Well, Well, I mean... So you brought up a good point to why I really stress even like fried food in general. Fried food uh, is tough. I agree. That's why because like, fried of... chicken one, you're eating the fried chicken and the skin of it is cold and not not crispy. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you can't reheat it because it's dry and no one likes dry chicken except unless True. you know what, dude. I do know someone who likes dry chicken, and honestly, it upsets me that they like you don't. They you think... don't have to name no. You know, he doesn't listen. His name's Ryan Schultz, and um, he uh, he's fucking house, Ryan. <laughs> and he, dude, he literally tells me all the time that he likes, he thinks chicken that's dry is better than like moist chicken. That's so whack. That is so. I, crazy. It's ridiculous. And then he, uh, he also, he's also never been like to an Applebee's or anything. But like, well, that's fine. He's very, he's very sheltered Applebee's when it comes to ass. food. But that's true. But like, it's like an example of he's never like had good food in a sense sure it's very unfortunate but um but like you can't eat, you can't bur- i can never take home a burger because from the place because then i'm taking half of the toppings off and then um when i'm taking half the toppings off guess what then the burger's less like the yeah, flavor's I, less so then a burger's a burger is actually a good example because if i take a burger i'll I, i'll order a burger at a restaurant i very rarely order a burger in a restaurant first of all um, but if I do, I'll only eat half of it because I don't eat much. I'm more of a grazer. I eat like a little bit throughout the entire day. What are you a cow? Um, in a way, in a way. Um, but I'll I'll take like half the burger and I'll bring it home. And like the amount of effort it would take for me to properly reheat that burger without it being ruined is way too much. So I'm just going to eat it cold. The only part I want hot is the meat and cheese. The lettuce, the tomato, the pickles, the sauce, the bread, none of that needs to go in the microwave. So what, am I going to take all of that off and just heat the patty and then put it back together? Hell no. I'm just going to eat the thing cold. Might as well. It's just, it's like eating a cold roast beef sandwich. It's like, it's nothing. It doesn't matter. Roast beef is 
meant very yeah, similar to ground beef. Absolutely not. It's deli meat. Deli meat is completely different. Deli meat, you can go versatile. That can be hot or cold. I'll take oh, that. Man. But man, you're just too picky. No, no, I'm, picky. Not. I'm very, I'm, ve- I'm very not. I'm probably the most open-minded eater and the least picky eater in this world. You do now. I will, I will <laughs> say to your credit, you do have an entire show based on TikTok about you eating things and being open-minded about food. That's great. Yes. Yes. In this. Just- you are just choosing a very bizarre hill to die on with well, your pickiness. Like, like on one of the notes you put is nachos leftovers, dude. I would Okay, that, yes, that's the exception. That's the worst leftover, leftover nachos suck. That's the exception for, for me for leftovers. I don't like nef- leftover nachos. Um I feel like the other I one is uh, with, I feel like nachos without like lettuce and tomato. This this is gonna be like the most boring nachos. Who cares? Get. But if it's like the meat, cheese, and nachos, or like the chips, that I feel like could be very easily reheatable and be fine. Just throw them in the oven. How? Throw it in the oven. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I find that if you reheat it in the oven, first of all, it takes a lot longer and the chips get stale. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. What I, I was what just, I I was just for... more concerned about a soggy chip, so I was just thinking the cuisine. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, a soggy chip? Yeah, a soggy chip's not pleasant. That's why I think like nachos, I love nachos. Um, it's like one of Heather's favorite things to get when we go out to a bar. She'll get nachos and we'll bring half of them home. And the only thing I hate more than leftover nachos is wasting food. So I'll still eat them. But there's like not a great way to do it to preserve the best aspects of every component of the dish, right? So what I've started doing is I'll take the nachos and I like cut them because they're cold. It's like a cast. It's almost like a lasagna, really. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like break them apart or cut them into chunks and then st- stuff it into the air fryer and then air fry them. Yeah, air fryer. That works good. pretty well. The only other leftover thing that I really, really hate that I actually won't eat at all is salad that already has dressing on it. Oh yeah, there's no coming back. Like your salad. No, there's no, there's no one doing it. If you're gonna, if you put dress, if you put dressing on a salad, you have 20 minutes to eat it. That's it. Yeah. Anything outside like, of that, it's ruined. And then my, th- it's like. Now, I know it sounds like I might be, like, food wasteful. Let me put it this way. I don't... No, you're not. It's very rare that I have plate on, food on my plate at a restaurant. I usually eat all my food. and um, But then there's the certain occasions that I don't. Yeah, no, I don't. But, uh, no, let, dude, that'd be terrible. Imagine... Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I had one the other day. Soggy... Or like, I guess it was two weeks ago at this point. But... Soggy, any bread, and lettuce are the worst. I think... And and it's very easy for bread to get soggy in a uh, in a in a leftover container because of the heat from it, especially if it's hot mm-hmm. already. Yeah, like and it the heat steams in the, in the storm. Yeah. yeah, and then then it's already ruined right there. There there are certain times where I kind of like a soggy bread. Oh god, I kind of like, like a soggy it. cereal too. I I really like a soggy cereal. Oh, I love a soggy just, cereal. Are you kidding disgusting, me, dude? Oh my god, oh, you're basically I'm eating slurp a, it down. Oh, that is quite unfortunate. You're eating oatmeal at that point. <laughs> nah, oatmeal suck. Well, okay, I've come around on oatmeal a little bit too. I love. So I had some oatmeal recently. It was pretty good. So, like, I don't know. I used to be like, oatmeal sucks. I'm never gonna like oatmeal. Um, it's fine. I had some when I went on my last vacation. So my mom's a big oatmeal person, and I happened to be up early enough to catch her making breakfast, and she made oatmeal for me, and it was okay. Yeah, but, um, but I will actually, you know what? 
I think breakfast foods are the easiest to uh to make good in leftovers. I will say. Really? I think I think I think, I think leftover breakfast foods a little easier because think about it, the eggs easier to reheat. Um, nope. If you that's do that's eggs. the one. But, but think about like um I think also uh breakfast food can be a little more versatile and you can actually that's turn le- those leftovers breakfast leftovers into something else that could be pretty good too. That's true. I no, I can't get I can't get with you in this one. I think I think breakfast is like anything with a leftover egg. I don't want a part of that. How am I going to reheat think... scrambled eggs or a fried egg or a poached egg, especially like okay? How I am I going to reheat those? I things? think you know I what think I mean? the only one you can reheat is a scrambled. Yeah, you could uh, microwave a scrambled egg and it would be yeah. like fine. It would yeah. be more cooked because but, yeah. but eggs. I see eggs what you cook, mean. Yeah, like eggs cook so quickly and it like such like the temperature range for a perfectly cooked egg like you know how it works with a steak right where you have one what is it 120 is rare and then 150 is well done like i think that's the range i don't know it off the top of my head sue me i don't cook steaks a lot um i do i always here well i always cook my steak (laughs) to 130 because i like a medium steak not medium rare i like medium Uh, i'm a medium rare guy because, uh, medium rare is like a little too much for me. It's really? like a little bit too yeah, it's a little too primal. There are now if I'm if I'm going to like a really nice steakhouse and I'm getting like a really good filet or something, like a nice chateaubriand, you know, mm-hmm. then I'll get it medium rare to I rare. Have, I have absolutely no idea what cut of meat you just filet mignon. Or no. Oh a, what? A chateaubriand is a whole filet mignon before you cut it. Is it what what um, what's the uh, the filet mignon and what else are part of one steak? I think it's the filet mignon and the New York strip. Is that a porterhouse? Make up a T-bone. T-bone porterhouse. It's T-bone porterhouse. They're basically the same as far as I know. I thought I locked you out of my room. Special guest from your sweet cat Oliver. Shout out to my boy Oliver. He's been a real fucker lately. Let me tell <laughs> Has you. he? Oh my god. What's I have he been been, doing? Let me let me go let him out real quick and I'll tell you. Alright. Get out of here, you rat. Beat it. Yeah, scram, Sam. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Get out of here, old man. Old man, get out of here. So behind behind my monitor here, I have yeah. I have a hutch on my desk, so there's like this uh-huh. whole raised platform. I have right. shelves on both sides underneath, and then behind my monitor there's just an open gap because that's where all my cords go. I have a plug in right. the back of it. Right. And one of the cords back there is the power brick thing for my computer. Right. And so the whole space underneath there gets really warm and he'll, he'll come up on my desk and he can feel how warm it's getting under. Cause I have a bed for him right up here above my monitor with my lamp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen them before. Yeah. Yeah. So He'll feel how warm it gets under there, and he just like runs right into this little crevice underneath <laughs> my desk. And I hate when he's in there because it's all of my cords for everything on my entire desk run through that space, and I don't um, want him to fuck anything up or get tangled up in the cords. Um, like I don't know. And he's also like he's a very smart cat, so he he'll like is learning how to unlock our front door. Like he'll sit on our end table and he'll like smack at the lock and try to unlock it. It's wild, dude. He's very, very smart. 
You sure you got yourself well, you ever, a cat? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he's he's definitely he's a cat and a half, man. Oh a cat and a hat. Gosh, if you will. Yeah, cats. Cats are something else. But I love them. Hey, I love my um, cats. Also, when I was also looking through this cookbook, have you ever made uh, croquettes? Uh, yeah, I've made croquettes. Like are the little potato, potato ham and cheese thing? Mm. Uh, these are called lobster croquettes, so I don't know Ooh. much about those. So it's probably they... potato, lobster, and cheese? Yeah. Maybe? Uh, cooked mashed potato, lobster meat, and... Uh, I don't know about cheese. Uh, typically just... when you do it with ham, you do cheese in it, but yeah, you basically like take... You can do it with leftover mashed potatoes. I've done it a million times. You take leftover mashed potatoes and you throw in like some extra seasonings. Usually I'll do chopped up ham because that's what I like. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit of flour and an egg. And you mix it all together. Okay. And then you form it into little balls. Okay. Or I guess whatever shape you want. And then you bread them in panko breadcrumbs and fry them. That sounds good. pretty good. Hey, have you had the Scottish egg potatoes. before? Uh, yeah, dude. I remember a couple years ago. I think it was during quarantine. I made scotch eggs. Dude. Uh, and I remember there was a day I was either at your house or you called me. I can't remember which. And you were asking me how to make scotch eggs, and I coached you through it. I remember yeah. we did this. Yeah, yeah. It was. I, I love scotch eggs. They're so I good. I love a scotch egg, dude. They have a good recipe in here for them too, which make, makes me. Uh, really you want to describe a scotch egg for people who might not know what that is? Yeah. So a scotch egg is a soft boiled egg. Um. So basically hard boiled, but yolk still running. Um. And then you basically. The eggs, I agree. And then um, basically coat after you have your soft boiled, basically, balled up in breakfast sausage. And then you basically coat the sausage in panko crumbs and you just like basically deep fry it. And that way you have like a ball of sausage with a runny egg in the middle. And then you typically dip it in like a mustard mayo mix or something similar to that. Yeah, like a Dijonais type beef. Yeah. After uh, after we're done recording, I have a good picture of the scotch eggs I made on Snapchat. Um, yeah, we'll after we're done recording, I'll, I'll find it and I'll uh, I'll find the picture and I'll post it on Instagram. Yeah, we'll, uh, um, we'll, we'll, we'll post that tomorrow when this episode comes out. Yeah, that's perfect. Boom, perfect. And content, people. Gotta love content. And that's how content is made. But there's also, I just touch on this book one more time because I'm sure. Uh, well, actually, two things. Have you, do you like soda bread? I love soda bread. My mom Didn't makes they, soda bread all the time. They have, so good. they have a soda bread recipe in here. But there's a weird. Um, so, like, basically, this cookbook goes from like rags to riches. So it's like poor okay. English food goes to then it goes to like a more higher class english food in a sense sure. there's one in here that i thought was I, I want to say the name of the meal and hopefully you don't know it i want you to guess what like is okay. in it basically all right try me um toad in the hole toad in a hole is sausage and yorkshire pudding so you make a yorkshire pudding typically you would make a yorkshire pudding and have like sausages embedded into the yorkshire pudding mm -hmm. yeah yeah, this um, has... Um, it's good. I, I mean, anything with Yorkshire pudding, I'm so into. I love Yorkshire pudding. I don't know. This seems to... Uh, what is... Can you describe Yorkshire what pudding? Yorkshire okay, pudding so, is? Because it doesn't uh, Yorkshire really pudding is... Uh, it's kind of like a... It's almost like a Dutch baby. Do you know what a Dutch baby is? Um, Absolutely not. Basically, the way, 
the way that I've made Yorkshire pudding in the past is you make a batter for it, um, okay. and it's like an like an eggy kind of batter, and then I'll take a muffin tin, and I put a little bit of oil into each of the the things in the muffin tin and bake it in the okay. oven so the oil's super hot. Pull that out, big dollop of batter in each of the things in the muffin tin, put it back in the oven, and then when it's done. The top is like puffed up and baked and gotten nice and golden, but the bottom, since it was sitting in that oil, is crispy and fried. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah. That's it, how it I've always had like, Yorkshire it's pudding. Best. It's why is it called made pudding? Them. I don't know. It's British. <laughs> Who knows, uh, you, man? You brought the Brits. I mean, they have. Like. The, yeah, yeah, toad in the yeah. That so that thing that it's baked in that is a, a giant Yorkshire pudding. Okay. Okay. That's I a huge want, Yorkshire pudding. I, I've always yeah. wanted to make a huge one because I want to do it in a cast iron skillet. Yeah. Uh, so I think it'd be dope. Then it comes with a pretty uh, tasty gravy, by the sounds of it. But yeah. No, that was. Those yeah, were some dude. Of the I, I wanted to talk about my mom. Maybe uh, the... my mom's got some English roots. I've eaten a good bit of weird English food in my time. Bubble and squeak Yorkshire pudding, toad in the hole, bangers and mash. There's a cocktail. Oh. Open right up to it. You or James Beautiful. should uh, make this on the next uh, mixology. It's okay. uh, slow gin jellies with blackberries and cream. Have you heard of that before? I've, I've heard of slow. I've, I've heard of a it slow. Looks gin. like this. It looks like that. Okay. Good to have a visual element on our podcast. Yeah. Well, it's more <laughs> or less for you. Listeners don't need it. Oh, just um, for me. You're such a sweetheart. And then maybe if I can get James or Wes to make it, it'll be on our socials. Um, but James yeah, is the cocktail guy. Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah, this uh, this can be something James can do. And uh, he's now committed to it once he heals from his quadruple bypass surgery. Yeah, he, but, he, um, skipped, he skipped this episode. So once he's healed from his octuple bypass, um, he'll be in charge of making this since he skipped the episode. We get to tell him what to do. Yeah, it's basically some uh, Prosecco or any sparkling white wine, gin, um, some orange, uh, gelatin leaves. What's a gelatin leaf? Leaf. Uh, (coughs) One second. Choking on my... Oh, jeez. Yep, and he's dead, guys. And there was one. Then there was one. Sorry. You would think that humans would would have evolved by now to not choke on their spit. <clears throat> nope, we're a gelatin done. a gelatin leaf is basically um if you think about what jello is that's gelatin yeah. it's made out of animal collagen um it's like a sheet of that and you hydrate it in water and you can add it to shit and it makes it gelatinized okay that's kind of cool it's just yeah, a, no. it's basically unflavored jello yeah i'm gonna make have james make that for the next mixology that's his next uh That'd be dope. Next assignment. I already have a cocktail picked out for the next mixology episode. Oh, here's another thing. Because James uh, is recovering from surgery today, um, our July mixology episode is going to come out on August 1st. Um, You guys are just going to have to deal with it. I'm totally okay with it. I think it's really funny, actually. Um, That it's literally one day late. I find it very funny. It so is. everybody listening, uh, it'll be hey, technically, technically it will be recorded in, in July. We will be recording mm-hmm. it in July. That is true. That is true. That is so. That is uh, something that we get to look forward to. 
Um, oh, did I yeah. About, did I talk about Bluegill last episode at all? I can't uh, remember if I told you about me having a Bluegill for the first time. I'm pretty sure we, you did. You did? I'm pretty sure was, you did talk about it. I'm, I might have. Um, it was maybe good. not. <laughs> I I literally can't remember, dude. I have so much other stuff going on. I, I have a hard time remembering, and I can't stand going back to listen to the episodes. I know I really should, but I just... Uh, I listen to them all I, the time. I drive myself insane. You don't How, listen like, to your own voice? No, no, it's not even the listening to my own voice thing. It's like... I've talked to James about this before uh, off the air, but it's like I listen to the things I said and I'm like, oh my god, I sound like such an asshole. <laughs> like, I just like wish I would change the things that I say and then I never do. Just gonna yeah, double is. down. Double yeah, down. it is what it is. I don't. Oh, double down. You ever had a double down? We've talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I, love double down. I, th- I think about the Too double down gone. all the time. Too bad they're gone once again. It's gone forever. You should you should make your own like uh version of the double down. Make a homemade double down. That's uh, that'd be pretty good. I, I bet it'd be delicious. I have it's a bunch of pork belly in my fridge. I could use right now. You'd use pork belly. Instead of bacon. Oh, because it'd be better. Chicken. Yeah. I figured you'd oh. be like, oh, nah, that's too much pork belly. I it think. would be too much. You're right. Yeah. It's too yeah, much but, fat. Yeah, no, like, <clears throat> what would be a gourmet version of a double down? What kind of chicken would you use? Or like, oh, I would use. Uh, I mean, I've been going to the farmers market a lot lately. Um, I think I went twice last week. I bought some beef cheek at the farmer's market, by the way, which I'm really excited about. I'll let you know what I end up doing with it. kind of want to do some beef cheek enchiladas. Uh, mm. Make some beef cheek barbacoa. Ooh, barbacoa um, would be really good. Beef cheek barbacoa, dude. So wait, good. Wait, Heather Heather on. wouldn't let me buy a lengua. So I bought... That's tongue, right? Yeah. Yeah, tongue's she delicious. She it's wouldn't let me buy tongue, so I bought the... They had that at the farmer's market? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I go to my beef guy. Uh, my beef guy. My beef guy. There's also a dude at the farmer's market named Otto who sells me chicken feet. Uh, buy chicken feet often? Once a year, usually. Because I make, I make a batch of uh, tonkatsu ramen once a year uh, during uh, fall or winter. What's that? Tonkatsu? Yeah. It's like a super rich, fatty pork uh, ramen broth. I use chicken feet in it for extra fat. Oh, um, okay. So you, you don't even eat like the for extra. Feet? You just like no, no, no. That's just for making the broth. Yeah. Okay. I get I get two pounds of chicken feet, and then I usually get two pounds of uh, just whatever kind of cleaned pork bones I can get. Um, I can do a whole. We could. I would love actually at some point. I'd love to make a video about making ramen because I've been doing it once a year for probably six or seven years now. Um, I really like making it. Ramen my, is one of my favorite things in the world. One thing, it's fun. Um, are chicken feet uh, typically just mostly used for like broth or like cooking purposes and not um, like, consumption? Because like I've had duck feet before on weird yeah. eats, and that was more or less of me like trying to contemplate like why? What's the point? There's like nothing it's, here. It's also a well, yeah. It's not about the meat. It's also a popular uh, dim sum thing. Is uh, like roasted chicken feet. Uh, okay. Dim sum is like the. I don't remember. I think it's a Chinese form of eating where it's just like multiple courses of small dumb. It's kind of like tapas. 
Um, okay. Except for like dumplings and small dishes, small plates. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, so I've had when I was in uh, San Francisco a few years ago, I had chicken feet at a dim sum place that were delicious. Um, okay. So like you can use them for other stuff, and they taste really, really good because it's just there's no meat; it's all like fat cartilage. All like the crunchy, chewy bits. It's really good. I like them a lot. Um, but I also am very into like, you know, eating big fatty pieces of meat and eating chicken skins and cartilaginous bits. When I go to the uh when I go to my favorite ramen shop, I always get beef tendon added to my ramen. Beef tendon. Tendon, yeah, like the chewy, like like the cartilage. It's not quite cartilage because cartilage is when you eat. I like the cartilage too. The cartilage is kind of crunchy though. Uh, when you gross. eat the, the tendon, is like super duper chewy. It's like yeah, um, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I like it. I'm a fan. Oh, I've I've grown accustomed to it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. But that doesn't. I don't know. Too you gotta come out and visit me, man. I know. Go to this cool ramen spot. There's a hot pot place near here. I've never been to. Yeah, because I can't. I can't yet. go get hot pot by myself. Why not? What am I gonna go spend fifty dollars on shabu shabu and just eat by myself? Like, no, I'm not gonna. They do don't that. have like Sad. small versions, like they small probably like do. portions. Probably do. Yeah, I, I would like to really try Korean is... barbecue. Yo, oh, I've never yes. had Korean barbecue. I haven't had hot pot. I've done Korean Those... barbecue before, mm-hmm. but I've never done hot pot. Hmm. I did. Uh, I did Korean barbecue in uh, Chicago. It was so cool. Really, really fun. Um, of course, I went with some of my friends who were not big on cooking, so I had to do all the cooking, which <laughs> wasn't great. Was no, kind I, of the fun of it is that like, honestly, I would it, just you know? I would just watch you cook and just mimic you. I wouldn't. I feel like that would be. It's the best like way. that's the that's the thing about Korean barbecue though is like you don't you have to cook be a to chef to do. Yeah, like yeah. throw the shit on the grill, wait like a minute, and then pull it off. It's fine because like, it's all thinly sliced meat, so it all cooks quick. Am exactly. I, I was exactly. Say, am I right on that? <laughs> no, yeah, you're totally right on that. Like, even we got the chicken uh, as one of the things, and everybody was so sketched out because it's draw chicken, but it's like it's like an eighth of an inch thick. Like you throw it on there and then flip it after 15 seconds, and then let it sit for another 20 seconds, and it's totally cut. Like you don't got to worry about it. Who cares? Couldn't you technically eat raw chicken? And like, <sighs> there's like, you, like there's. Like you're not guaranteed salmonella, correct? No, you're not guaranteed salmonella. I, I wouldn't recommend it. Folks at I home, looked. folks at home, do not eat raw chicken. Please don't eat raw chicken. I don't want to wake up tomorrow with a lawsuit. But if you wanted to, you could. <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna say that. I, what I'm I, going to say is, I personally have eaten raw chicken several times and have not gotten ill from it. Really? That's what I'm gonna say. How I'm did... not saying I'll like I'll be like cooking stir fry or something at home and I'm like, oh I wonder if this is done. And I pick up a big piece of chicken. Like I always go for the biggest Nuggets. piece because if the biggest piece is yeah, I've got like cubed chicken or whatever. Yeah. Okay. If the biggest piece is fully cooked, all of it's fully cooked. So I'll like grab whatever the biggest piece is and I'll just pick it up, take a big bite. I look at the middle, like, oh, that's still pink. Whatever. I've already pulled this out of the pan. I'll just finish it. Cool. I can eat one piece of brown chicken. I'll be fine. People at home won't be. I don't want to get sued for somebody getting salmonella. <laughs> I 
I am ServSafe Manager certified, um, so, and I feel comfortable eating pork at 120 degrees, like medium rare pork. I'm okay with chicken. I won't eat it if it's like clearly raw, but it's a little bit, maybe like a little under. I'm okay with it, like 150. Mm. I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that personally. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's um, that's definitely one of those things. Or uh, what about uh, you, do you eat raw beef ever, ever? Oh yeah, yeah, raw beef, like whatever. Yeah, so I'm talking to Brandon about raw beef. Like, there's um, one it might be Minnesota. I'm not sure. There's a certain state. I have to go back and look, but there's uh, where they do like, they just have like this ball of raw beef with like. It's almost like a tartare without the egg in a sense, you know? Sure. Or like, yeah. And he was like, um, he was even sketched out about that. But I was like, I'm pretty sure you can, like, people eat, like, steak tartare all the time and, like, stuff like that. I was mm-hmm. like, I think you can eat it. Yeah, tartare, carpaccio. I don't know how I like raw beef, though. I don't know if that would be pretty good. I feel like the yeah. texture, the, like, the thought of just eating raw beef, and then I'm sure the texture is not that great compared to, like, cooked beef. I don't yeah, know it's, how different it is. It's but. very, I mean, it's very different. Yeah. Um, it's been a long time since I've had it, but it's uh, it's not something I would want to eat every day, I don't think. But every once in a while, it makes you feel a little fancy, you know? Like, oh, it's such high quality that I could eat it raw. What's what's the disease you can get? It starts with, like, a T, I think. Um, uh, you can get it from, like, void? No, no, it's, no. um... You get it from bear. Bear is a popular one with it. Um, I have no idea. Uh, the only other thing coming to my mind right now is tuberculosis. Tuberculosis? That's not right. <laughs> I know, that's not right. Uh, and you can get E. coli. coli. Uh, trichinosis is what Trichinosis, I, yep. yep. That's, uh, yep. that's really common in raw pork. Yep, and then... Uh, it's the parasites in the meat, right? Is am I correct yep. on that? Uh, yep. Yeah. I know. So, I know it's very prominent in bear too. So that's why people get worried about eating uh, raw fish when they go to sushi. Is getting mm. uh, is that a parasites. thing in fish? Uh, parasites in fish are okay, but fish. not trichinosis. Um, not. I. I don't want to say not trichinosis because it might be. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but I know if you go to a sushi place and you're eating raw fish, nine times out of ten, that fish has been temperature treated to kill parasites um so you're not gonna get sick usually. honestly worth it worth it right raw <laughs> so fish she's dude, worth it so she's people, worth it people don't understand like i've said this before and i will say it again and i will keep saying it until the day i die you should never be afraid to try a new food Agreed. like there's always the like oh what if i don't like it that's always a factor, but what if you do like it? What if that new thing that you're trying, what if you have a piece of salmon nigiri and it's the best piece of food you've ever had in your life? You have no way of knowing until you try it, mm-hmm. right? I, I agree. Go and, eat, go and eat some sushi. Go to a nice sushi oh, place. Get a few go. pieces of nigiri. Go get, a, go get an omakase platter from your, a, your local nice sushi restaurant. Go, ahead, go try a tarantula, dude. It's like, just try it. Go every- eat a tarantula. Fuck it. Go, Who cares? Go eat some baloo. Don't even, go see, eat, don't, don't even yeah, go ask him what baloo it is. Just go over there and eat it, and then get back. Go outside, you know? go outside to your backyard, get down on your hands and knees, and just start shoveling dirt in your mouth. Fuck it. Who cares? What if it's delicious? Oh, 
god, that'd be so gross. No, yeah, I that's got, I, got, I got sand in my mouth from uh getting tumbled by a wave this past weekend. Let me tell you, I thought oh, I, was I bet die. you did, Island Boy. I hate sand in my mouth. <laughs> All right, Island Boy, Skywalker. you're the Island Boy. I'm Island Boy. I went to two different islands this year. Get out. Island, I technically we're all on an island right now. I would say the whole well, Earth is an island. If you want to bro, that's frog. crazy. Yeah, I know. I had a really cool my... conversation. I had a really cool conversation with my boss uh, yesterday. This isn't that interesting, and it's not no, really interested. related. To food. I want to hear it. I was at work yesterday. Um, yeah. And my boss was there, and I was talking to her, just kind of like idle chit chat or whatever. And I was talking to her about how I used to be an astrophysics major. <laughs> and uh, and she was like, oh, like, why why did you stop doing that? And we ended up getting talking about space. And then I ended up, like, going on a huge rant about, like, explaining how black holes work. It was kind of cool. I lost my original point that I was making with this statement, but. Um, Dude, I don't even know what I even said. Same I don't either. Island boy, hopping. You're an island boy. Wow, dude, we suck. Oh, we, you said we you abs- said we're all on an island because oh yes, on yes, pla- on Earth, planet Earth, Earth, yeah. Earth is an island. That was that was the inroad for me to make this whole side conversation, a black which black isn't black. relevant or interesting. Oh, so. what? Uh, Talking about space, I saw the cool. I saw about like ten shooting stars up like, and, like I was like up in Escoda Alpina area. Whoa. And like the whole like you could just see the stars was crazy, no light pollution, it was amazing. Fuck yeah, dude. And we were out on the pontoon at night. Uh all us guys were out there. We were uh we had we were fishing a little bit at night and then uh I look up and I see shoot across the scar what scar uh the sky <laughs> minus minor major stroke, major stroke Jesus. went from it went from minor to major. Uh and uh, the shooting star shot across the sky with like flames behind it. Stopped, Whoa. stopped in the sky, and then shot straight up like a firework. I was like, "What is happening?" It was a, it was the coolest thing. That's wild. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, we and start... we saw some satellites, and we saw some satellites too. That's pretty dope. Want to hear a cool thing? Uh, everything orbiting Earth is a satellite. Everything caught inside of Earth's gravitational pull is technically considered a satellite. Even the moon. The moon is considered a satellite because it orbits a planet, something with a dominant gravitational pull. There's a cool physics fact for it. That, you know what? That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start ending these shows with a cool physics fact. That's, that's how we're doing it. Like, yes, the show's about food, and I'm the best chef ever to live and all that shit. And like, I have some pretty hot takes about food. But uh, at the end of every show, I'm going to give you a physics fact. Keep them on them toes. Keep them on their toes. Keep them on their toes. Keep them on their toes. Um, wanna call it? Yeah, we can call it here with that phys- yeah. physics fact. We done did that it again. Good. I did a physics fact. We done did the thing again. Um, we, we promise again. we'll do a longer episode next time. Forty-seven right now. That's yeah, so. fine. We'll okay. see how it. Well, everybody, you know the drill. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, we posted a pretty good meme today, I would say, that related back to last week's episode. It was very good, and I did just watch that episode of that show. Yeah. Oh, did you? Like last, yeah, last night. Like nice. we posted it today, and I watched that episode last night. So it was pretty nice. Good. Um, 
but uh yeah check us out on instagram posting fun food memes uh posting uh, weekly on instagram uh check out twitter there's some good tweets out there uh which actually got probably renamed to x here shortly so probably by the time this episode comes we- out it's uh gonna be x shout out elon uh then we got uh we got um, 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 our email at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. And Wes, hit it! Uh, thanks to Alexander Hume for the use of our theme song, Steak and Eggs. Uh, you can find Alexander Hume on Spotify, Instagram, uh, probably some other places too. Just got to know where to look. Um, Bam! Yeah. Uh, the Earth is not flat, and if you think the Earth is flat, you are a fucking idiot. There's your physics fact. Hey. So, Cool. That's a that's a, that's a fair statement. And uh, jam on it, people. Peace. Hasta la bye bye. <laughs>